Ireland's Classic Hits Radio presents Ukrainian Voices in Ireland. This is the first time Andy Kenny has been in studio with us, um, but you'll know the voice. He's been on the phone to us many times, talking all about the work that he's doing with Mishnok Ukraine. So the listeners have been unbelievable, Andy, haven't they? Uh, donating their, their crutches, their medical supplies, their wheelchairs, all these things that you were looking for to load up a truck to bring to Ukraine to people who are really in need there. And I think people are getting into the attic. They're, do, they're doing everything they can to find all this stuff. And you know what? It's win-win because they're getting to clear out their houses. Um, also, the adult incontinence where it was a big one. And uh, you've got an update for us on that. Yeah, it's, it, it, thanks so much to your, yourself, Trina, and your listeners. You've been absolutely amazing. A truck left our warehouse in Trim on Friday. And uh, people can see photos of, of the contents on our social media pages. Yeah. And um, at least... 60% of it came from your listeners. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. And it arrives on Monday. Uh-huh. And then it'll be very quickly distributed out. You were telling me you're only just back from Ukraine mm. yourself because you've gone over a number of times now. And what was it like when you were there? What were the scenes like? It's 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 difficult. It's a tale of two worlds. You know, the, the big cities like Lviv and Kiev are carrying on as normal and they're modern big cities. You know, you, you can't just hide in a basement. And when I arrived, there was an air raid going on, which was a bit unnerving, but you kind of get used to it in a weird kind of way. Uh, and then as soon as you go outside the cities, you're into kind of old Soviet towns and, and villages. And that's where the aid really needs to go. And that's where we're focusing on sending the aid. Are you not terrified going over? No, not at all. Um, you, you follow the people around you and, you know, everyone carries on as normal you know there's a couple of blackouts and stuff like that but people just you just get used to it i suppose yeah. um it's just the first time it was unnerving after that I, you just you just deal with it it's mad to make this comparison but even there a few months ago do you remember those riots in dublin and in, in, and how terrifying that was yeah. for people for only a couple of hours mm-hmm. i can't even imagine what it must be like in a war-torn country yeah again you know if you can imagine you know, people were scared to go back into the Dublin city centre for a couple of days afterwards, mm. and maybe it's like a bit longer. But we've we've moved on. You know, we, we're not afraid to go back into the city centre, and it's kind of that kind of blitz mentality. You know, yeah. you, you carry on. Now, um, you were saying as well, the adult incontinence where yes. has just been so needed and so appreciated. I couldn't believe it when you said to me, Andy, that yeah. people in the hospitals they're basically getting one adult nappy per three days every imagine, three days yeah. imagine it's, that it's barbaric on the staff on the, the patients on on everyone the smell everything yeah 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 um i'll spare you the details but mm-hmm. I, I visited one hospital in central ukraine and thanks to your, your listeners and a couple of other donors were able to supply them with a year's supply of adult incontinence wear and when i sent the pictures of the trucks leaving last week they stopped rationing straight away so People it could get clean. Effect. I mean, that's just basic stuff, isn't it? It's basic human rights, I think, you know. But the need is just so great over there with so many injured soldiers and civilians that they get priority and the elderly further down the, the chain don't get looked God, after as much God anymore. Them. Yeah, yeah. And you'd hate to think that for your own parents or, or family yeah. members that they're, they're left in a soiled... You, you can't imagine. Yeah, for three days. So you managed to get a massive donation, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming the reason you're sitting in front of me <laughs> is because you're always looking for always, more. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an endless supply needed. Um, and your listeners have been so amazing that we, and yourself for, for bringing me back on. Um, you know, people who have relatives in nursing homes, maybe you could have a chat with the the manager there, you can be sure every nursing home in the country has a room full of old wheelchairs, old crutches, yeah. old frames, old adult incontinence wear that they really don't want to throw out. 
but nowhere will take secondhand stuff. So that's where we come in and we can turn You'll up with a truck and yeah, and off we go. Why would they be getting rid of things like that? It gets just updating all the time. Yeah, updating. Uh, they might have ordered too many smalls or too many extra larges or they might have got water damaged. You know, they were left in a shed and the box mm. got damaged, but in mm. t- inside the plastic, they're fine. They're absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah. But you can't give a water damaged box to a, a patient. Yeah. in Ireland but you know So you're looking for the adult incontinence where and I'm sure there's so many households who have mm. this maybe their their parents have sadly passed away or yeah. you just you might have needed them for a time you don't need them anymore Yeah someone, exactly If someone was bedridden for a while so you want them it doesn't matter if the packaging has been opened No nope. You'll take them no bother at all Are you still looking for the crutches and the wheelchairs and all the, the walkers all that kind of thing Yes uh, wheelchairs, walkers especially crutches a bit less so now but I will absolutely take them once they're clean and in working order so yeah. dusty, not rusty, as you dusty, say. Dusty, not rusty. <laughs> that's, that's the phrase, yeah. How can people get the stuff to you, Andy? Um, we have volunteers in most parts of the country and uh, we're based in Dublin and Meath. But usually we can figure it out. Now, it's difficult to collect one pair of crutches from, say, Donegal or something. But, you know, we can generally, after a couple of weeks or a month, arrange a pickup or a drop off. Do you know what would be great if communities got together and they all brought their their stuff to yeah. one place where there could be one pickup. Yes. So maybe you live in an estate and there's I don't know 50 houses and everybody has something. Mm-hmm. It could easily be arranged that if we all meet up this Saturday, get it together, it could be picked up. We're still looking for volunteers as well to help you with the collections. Yeah, we always need people around the country who are willing to to go and collect, you know, three or four boxes of adult incontinence where and bring it back to their house maybe until such a time that we can get it up to the trucks leaving Dublin or Meath. We desperately need people with vans. Mm. You know, there's a lot of people finish work at five, six o'clock and then they park up the van and maybe, you know, once a month for three hours they would be willing to do a pickup locally to them. Um, And I'm sure there's lots of companies and managing directors and owners that are listening and, you know, their fleet of cars or vans get parked up again at five or six o'clock. And, you know, maybe we would be able to go under insurance and, and, and take, a, you know, our, our own drivers and our own mm. volunteers between six and nine or ten or whatever and, and use the company. Yeah. When you started doing this with your two pals who you play football with, mm. Andy, so one of them is Ukrainian, one of them's a Cork man, am I right? Kerry man. He, oh, Kerry man. Yeah, oh, he got a lot of stick they, over that. for that. <laughs> and yourself. I'm assuming there wasn't a plan for it to go on this, no. this long <laughs> and for it to be so large scale. It's just taken off for you. It really has. Um, we've had incredible support from Westwood Gyms and Expert Leisure Ireland who have given us so much gym equipment which is desperately needed to help rehabilitate wounded soldiers and civilians and the numbers of casualties are just astounding Mm. it's great that they're able to survive such catastrophic injuries but you know you've you've men and women young men 19 20 year old with arms and legs missing and and they're in adult incontinence wear for the rest of their lives in a lot of cases and one rehab facility I visited was to help with uh, blind rehabilitation and pre-war they were already at capacity mm-hmm. and they've had 17,000 newly blind people from Oh war. my God, Andy. Yeah, and they get Seriously? zero rehabilitation right now. Zero. So imagine, uh, I mean, it's one thing if you're born blind in a war, you're blinded and then you have to get on with your life and there's no support there. For none, you. none whatsoever right now. And they're, they're, I've met the, the director and all the staff and they're so enthusiastic and passionate and they want to help, but they just don't know modern techniques and they don't know modern ways to cope with these volumes. I'm sure there's software, I'm sure there's computers, mm. they need, they mm. need laptops, um, you know, and there's ways we can help here in Ireland and I'm trying... That's my next mission is to reach out to National Council for the Blind Ireland, which is called Vision Ireland now, Child Vision. um, And it's just about finding the right person that's maybe willing to, to have a chat with me.
Well, Andy, give us the details there again. Uh, we can't remind people enough about this. We do a, an update every every few weeks, but you'll still take all the, the first aid gear, the wheelchairs, the adult incontinence wear is obviously huge, hugely needed. They always need a supply of that no matter what. How can people get the stuff to you? So again, we, we'll have volunteers all over the country and um, we can arrange like a drop-off point or if, if it's big enough, say from a nursing home, we'll, have a, we'll hire a truck. And we'll we'll go and collect from a nursing home. Um, And the more it is, the easier it is to ask a volunteer to go and pick it up. Mm -hmm. So if it's just a pair of crutches, it's difficult to arrange a collection, but we will get to it. Yeah, yeah. we've got a lot of people who listen to this show, actually, Andy, who are carers. Mm -hmm. So they would know, they would know to approach their employers and say, look, what what about that room that we've all the junk in? Could we clear it out, see what we have and get that to Mishnock Ukraine? So the website, mishnockukraine.com. And uh, their details are there. And Andy would absolutely love to hear from you. Nice to see you, Andy. Thanks again Thanks for, for me in. coming in. The best of luck with the, the next truckload over to Ukraine. This is Ukrainian Voices in Ireland. You can catch up on all the episodes which are available as a podcast. Just search Ireland's Classic Hits Ukrainian Voices. This has been a Sound and Vision initiative funded by Komishun Nimyan with the television license fee.